And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Aaron Bandler. Always a great time talking to Aaron. Uh, we covered a lot. Uh, we talked about <laughs> the revelation of, uh, of Anthony Fauci funding literal puppy torture in Africa. Uh, on the heels of it coming out uh, officially that he did perjure himself. He lied under oath uh, before Congress about uh, funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Uh, just a great weekend for Anthony Fauci. Um, and, yeah, we covered a lot. We talked about the uh, the uh, Virginia gubernatorial election coming down the home stretch here. Um, we talked about the Biden administration uh, wanting to, quote-unquote, tax unrealized uh, capital gains, which is not a thing. Uh, we covered a lot. I think you guys will like it. Before we get to Aaron, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Aaron Bandler. <laughs> All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Aaron Bandler. Aaron, how you been, man? Not too shabby, all this considered. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Um, you know, obviously not a good sports weekend for you. Um, the 49ers, man, I don't I don't know. The, I think the wheels are starting to come off your team this year. I think that, the wheels came say. off. Of, uh, <laughs> I think the wheels have been off for a while, unfortunately. You know, it's just it's not just the injuries. I, I think that they're sort of caught no man's land between um, trying to trying to win it all uh with the with jimmy g uh and you know rebuilding with with trey lance they both have different skill sets and kyle shanahan i think won't have his cake and eat it too um and try and you know do both if it's a system that works for both quarterbacks and right now it's just working for nobody so that's never i'm worked. hoping that doesn't, that doesn't that, even work in college no it doesn't <laughs> and so i'm just hoping it has to be healthy to start this week, and he just starts the rest of the year. At this point, at this point, this team is not making the playoffs, so may as well just commit to the young guys and and see what they can give you, and and then retool for next year. And the Steelers uh, had a bye week, so I mean, at least they didn't lose. I mean, I'll count that as a but, win. But, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Our fantasy league was hit with the the apocalypse week because like half the league was on bye, and somehow my mismatched lineup of replacements. Put up the highest score of any team in our league all year. <laughs> because that's fancy football for you. <laughs> nothing matters, man. It, like it's, you never know. You never know. I, I mean, I it's like I was telling you before the show. It's like my I've had terrible fantasy like this year with having like the third highest score team in the league, and yet I'm three and four. Like, I got almost two and five this week. Um, but thankfully, I I, I managed to pull it out and be three and four. It's just fantasy can be can make you pull your hair out. I don't even have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You got bailed out by that. Uh, it was Debo, right? Caught that late. Yeah, touchdown. Debo. Yeah. 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 The most jacked man in the NFL. Dude's a beast. But uh, man, yeah, I, it, I'll it, tell it, you it, what. My like, I I you know I I routinely make horrible decisions when we draft in our league. Like I picked George yeah. Kittle again this year. Your boy, George Kittle. 
because yeah. for some reason I didn't learn my lesson last year. But I will say, drafting both Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase makes me look like a genius. Yeah, Jamar Chase uh, 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 looks like a top 10, top 5 NFL receiver. That. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. The, the Bengals fans must be stoked to have, like, you know, I mean, they they found their they found their Joe Montana and Jerry Rice basically. Like that's, you know, those those two are, are going to win some Super Bowls for for, for for them. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. They haven't won a playoff game in like thirty years, so. Yeah, know. I mean, yeah, it's it's been, it's it's been a minute for them. <laughs> it's been it has been a minute. It has been a minute, but uh, unfortunately. It's been a theme on this podcast recently. We don't have a lot of good news to report today. A little bit at the end. But um, we have to start with, with Anthony Fauci. Our, our country is legitimately run by cartoon villains. And, like, I, I call our politicians evil all the time. And, and typically, I, I don't mean evil like Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin were evil. I mean more so evil like cheesy DC comic villains are evil. Right? Mm-hmm. So it came out over the weekend that Anthony Fauci and the NIH... Uh, funded research in it was where was it somewhere in Africa uh, somewhere in North Africa I forget where but um where where people were were strapping puppies down and and holding their heads in these little tanks where sand flies would eat their brains alive um, once again I mean <laughs> sounds sounds like a joke but I'm not joking once again American taxpayer dollars directed by Anthony Fauci were used to torture puppies. For seemingly no reason at all. So just ta- taxpayer dollars, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know your your thoughts. How I, I mean, how is this not a major scandal? Like, where is PETA uh, uh, on this? I, uh, of of course, PETA kills animals too, which True. which somehow that's flown under the radar for all these years. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I mean, what more? What more is? What more is, is there to say? Like, like this is this is something that I mean, this happened. This happened, I, I seem to. I remember when Mitt Romney was derided as evil for strapping his car, his his, his dog, to, to to the hood of to the roof of his car, um, and you know, and those same people now are totally silent when it comes to Fauci torturing puppies. I it's I'm no just, I'm no scientist, man, but what were they studying? I, I I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, you know, what, there, there needs to be congressional investigations a, 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 about this. Um, you know, I, I mean, the only politician I've seen to have seen tweet about is Ted Cruz. Um, you know, but is that going to be enough to halt uh, halt Fauci before Congress and go about it? Maybe, but but I'm sure even that happens, Democrats will still find a way to you know defend Fauci and like worship him. So I don't, I don't know like it's uh, it's it, I it's just it's sort of it's hard to find the right words because it's just so unfathomable that like that this is a real thing. Yeah. Um and so, and just unfathomable that just that that like outside of like us that it, outside of us it, it's most people on the right it's like you know nobody seems to care like it, that's just depressing is the fact that the media could, could care less. Yeah, of course. And I mean, in, in more important news regarding Anthony Fauci, we already knew this, but it's it's now official that, that Fauci did lie under oath. Um, he, he perjured himself before Congress. Uh, the, the NIH did, in fact, you know, he denied it, he lied, but the NIH did, in fact, fund the gain-of-function research in, in Wuhan, China. I mean, they're, these people are complicit using U.S. tax dollars. Anthony Fauci is complicit 
in in the global the global pandemic that killed millions of people. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, Fauci, man. I mean, like I, I called him a year ago the the nation's most dangerous sociopath, and I, I was absolutely right about that. He he should he should obviously be in prison, but I mean, I don't know how I don't know how because he did break the law, but I, I I'm sure he won't face any punishment because he's a Democrat and we live under two separate sets of laws. I mean, like that's the only way I can, I can, I can sum it up. Honestly. I mean, he, he, he did perjure himself before Congress. That's a serious crime. That's a felony. Yeah. And, and, and you, have to, you have to, again, it's like put the shooting other foot, like even a Trump official, like I, 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 I imagine if this had happened under Trump and, and it was like, sort of found you, it was someone like Scott Atlas, you know, that, uh, who I, I think he's, he's at Stanford and, and he's, you know, someone who's very vocally against the lockdowns, et cetera. Like if it had been found out that like a Trump NIH had funded gain of function research and Scott Atlas was responsible for it, then, you know, this would be 24 seven media coverage, you know, Republicans would be forced to comment on it. We'd be calling for his, for Scott, Scott Atlas's head as well as Trump's. But what happens under Biden but how about, I'm sorry, I mean, I think this happened actually under Obama um, when this gay function research was funded. And, you know, and Fauci, of course, was involved. Um, and this is not conspiracy theory because the head of the NIH actually, like, yeah, we did it. Yeah, yeah we did it. And, you know, everyone just kind of starts like, oh, okay. You know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, Fauci specifically acted with righteous indignation when Grant Paul told him that they funded gain of function research. And they're responsible for the pandemic. And then, you know, and now Rand's proven right. And once again, the media, media doesn't care. They, they, they don't care because to them, it's all about control. It's all about politics. It's all about trying to create their beloved utopia. You know, who cares if, 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 the, if the government funded uh, research that resulted in a pandemic that killed millions of people? Like, that's, I, I mean, the, the, the people should be angry that are, that the media just, like, censors stories like this. I mean, Anthony Fauci gave the Chinese Communist Party millions of American taxpayer dollars to run experiments trying to make coronaviruses more deadly and then yeah. lied about it in front of Congress under oath. Lied under oath. There are people sitting in solitary confinement without due process for taking an unauthorized stroll through the Capitol building. I mean, we truly live under two separate sets of laws. I mean, like, if if Anthony Fauci was a Republican, my goodness, he would not be a free man right now. I mean, there's no—I mean, like, this is—I mean, come on, man. <laughs> like, this is—like, I mean, look, I'm, I'm only laughing because you're either laughing or crying, but, I mean, this is some egregious yeah. stuff. This is some egregious stuff. I mean, he's complicit in the deaths of millions. Like, why—what kind of man would think it wise to give— millions of dollars to the CCP to try to make viruses worse. <laughs> like, what, why? Why? Yeah, was, why, I, why? I, I, I mean, I, I, outside of just pure evil intentions, I um, I think I think it's just arrogance, you know, so just the arrogance of, I think, government bureaucrats thinking that they know better than everybody else. I mean, that's what this comes down to in the end. Right. It, it, it's people like Anthony Fauci thinking that that that, that they are gods among men. And, and 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 that they know better than everybody else, and that they therefore can, you know, run these experiments and then tell people how they should live their lives. It's, they're you know, soci they're so, sociopaths. Yeah, they're, they're sociopaths, basically. All of them. I mean, like a, a good and decent human being would not do any of these things. Exactly. These people are dangerous. They're unhinged. They're sociopathic. But they're Democrats. Right. 
but they're Democrats, so the press will never hold them to account. They'll never exactly. They'll never. The thing is, it's a, it's a, it's a, nobody voted for these people. Nobody voted for Anthony no. Fauci. No. You know, he he's just kind of been you know in government for like over thirty years now, but like a yeah. leech, you know, like a parasite, it just like 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 milking taxpayer dollars. Probably just what's he even done? Like it, 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 even going back even before the pandemic, like you don't forget. And this was this was like uh, something that was brought up during, during the campaign, although not really hit home enough by Trump. But, you know, the the Obama administration didn't handle swine flu well at all. Like, Ron Klain, you know, Biden's chief of staff, who apparently can't stop tweeting. Um, oh, or, I, 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 I should say, like, he can't stop retweeting um, sycophants, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, I, I, it's like at least Trump's tweets were, were entertaining, you know. Um, but Ron Klain's tweeting is just sad. But, but but Brock Lane admitted that he was like, yeah, you know, like we were lucky that swine flu wasn't a worse illness. Uh, otherwise, we would have lost like millions of people. Oh yeah. Um, and, and it's like, well, okay, like, well, well, now with COVID, which we have lost millions of people with, it's like, but I don't, I don't know why the Trump campaign didn't didn't hammer that point harder more. It's like you think it, it's like it's like how these what is going to happen when this gets take over and. You know, lo and behold, this year more people have died of, yeah, from, I mean, the, from COVID. The, the swine, and that's with the vaccine, and that's with that is with the vaccine. And look, I'm pro-vaccine. I think people should be vaccinated. But the fact that more people have died this year than last year, when uh, when it, when you know a valid cure slash treatment is available, it's just it just goes to show how I think that yeah. You know, some people might say that's evidence that vaccine doesn't work. I disagree. I think it's I think the Biden administration has done a terrible job. Of messaging for the vaccine, I, I, I think if there's the Biden administration has been a um, a case study in how not to message for something, because all of this messaging by by still wearing masks and and the vaccine and the vaccine mandates, it's all backfired. It's, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell I, you why. I mean, the reason why is because the Biden administration they don't they they don't view any problems as real problems. They only view them as political problems. Like they, yeah. their goal is not to save lives or to end the pandemic or anything like that. It's to control the American people and to seize their assets. Yeah, right, that that's the goal. I mean, so it's like, oh, we have a coronavirus problem. All right, how can we destroy capitalism? <laughs> you know? I mean, that's, that, that's how they view it. It's they don't view it. They're not trying to save lives. They don't care about the vaccine in terms of saving people. They they just want to like, control people. They want to get all the Republicans fired from their jobs and dependent on government and turn them into Democrats. I mean, that, that's that's the goal of this vaccine program. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, you see with, you know, Ron Klain, too, and Jen Psaki, it's like they it, it's clear that they don't view anything as a real world problem. You saw it with Afghanistan. They they only view things as messaging problems. And, and they think any problem they have, they can just spin away and use the press to help them spin it. I mean, thousands of people dying is not something that you can just. It's not yeah. a messaging problem. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's it's absolutely pathetic. But like, going back to the 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 NIH stuff, like, what does Rand Paul ever get his apology from the corporate press? I mean, Probably the man, not. The man has been right about everything, like every step of the way. This entire situation, the country would obviously be in a better place if people listened to him. I mean, my gosh, I mean, he's been he's been the dude hasn't missed this last year and a half. And the corporate press just slanders him. They malign him. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. When does he get his apology? My goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't hold my breath on that one because you said the corporate, the corporate press just, you know, they they continue to slam and slander him. And yeah, it's like they, I mean, they they they, they don't care that 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 Rand's been proven right. There's to find more ways to try 
and you know smear him and and, and, and try to get him out of office eventually. Because yeah, so they do. I mean, the, the corporate press. I mean, they're 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 all Democrats. I mean, there've been there've been um that there there've been plenty of research polling research showing that like Democrats outnumber Republicans four to one in the media. Um, or like I remember like ninety six. I remember also the Daily Wire writing about how like ninety six, ninety eight percent of journalists donated to Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah. Or, or, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think about like a, a lot of media are based in like coastal cities. You know, like L.A., uh, which is where I am based, funnily enough, um, like D.C., New York. Like, like These are all overwhelmingly, like, left-wing areas. So, like, it kind of stands to reason that, like, most people in the media would be Democrats, would be people on the left. So, and yet people still deny there's bias. Like, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Donald Trump's biggest failure in office was not cleaning house, right? It was not firing Anthony yeah. Fauci as soon as it became— crystal clear that he was nothing more than a Democratic operative trying to sink Trump's reelection yeah. campaign, which is what he was. He was just an operative for the Biden campaign. Um, and Trump didn't have the balls. He was too cowardly. He was too weak to fire him. The next Republican president, if this republic is going to survive, needs to gut the bureaucracies. Fire all the Anthony Fauci's of the world. Get them out of there. Like every... Every bureaucracy, every government agency is just staffed with leftist activists. The next Republican in office needs to get rid of them. Get rid of all of them. Fire them all. Replace them with good and decent, normal people who don't give billions of dollars to China to create pandemics and torture beagles for no reason just to get their rocks off. No more of these people. No more evil sociopaths. Get rid of them. I don't know why Trump didn't fire him. He didn't have the balls. He didn't want CNN to get mad at him as if they're not already mad at him every day for no reason. He didn't have the balls to do it. That was Trump's biggest failure. The next Republican cannot make that mistake. We cannot make that mistake again. I mean, these people need to go. They're evil, wicked. They are anti-American. They they need to be fired, all of them. And I, I don't know. I, I And that's why I, I kind of hope Trump doesn't run again. I, I'd like to see a guy like DeSantis, somebody like that, who I think would have the balls to say, all right, you're all fired. Get out of here. Get out of here. You have no place in government. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, I mean, if you're saying replace them, like, I mean, do all of them need to be replaced? Oh, no, no, like, no, no, just... no. I mean, no, I'm a libertarian. I just get rid of all these government agencies, right. obviously. But, you know, that's unfortunately not how Washington works. Yeah, unfortunately, no. So, and, and I think part and part of the problem is that if you're in the bureaucracy, it's very hard to fire people. You know, you know, like because because you know they, these people have like, you know, once you have a bureaucracy, you just kind of stay there, and yeah. because it's very hard to fire people because because of how you know bureaucracy works. And so, I mean, that's certainly, you know, it's it's not quite as easy as to like but like fire them all. I, I think I think it has more to do with like defunding certain aspects of the government. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it trim, trim the fat, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's going to take somebody with with uh, cojones to do it. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, Trump did like, you know, did some good things to cut back government, but it certainly wasn't enough. No, no um, definitely. definitely so, not. yeah. Another uh, insane proposal from the Biden administration over the weekend. This comes from Treasury Secretary Yellen. Um, Joe Biden wants to tax unrealized capital capital gains, which is not a thing. That's unrealized capital gains. That that doesn't even make sense. I mean, all this. I mean, this is just communist tyranny. Um, there's no such thing as unrealized capital gains. I mean, would you be able to write off unrealized capital losses? 
<laughs> if things don't go well. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. But, like, they just want to seize the stock portfolios of anybody they don't like. I mean, that that's all this means. It's evil. It's insane. It would destroy our economic system as we know it, I, which I suppose is what they want. I mean, these people are... These people are insane, Aaron. I mean, they need to be stopped. I mean, what what do you think happens if this goes into effect? I mean, like, what what would the rich people do? I mean, it would, I mean the economy would would come to a halt. I mean, it would completely shut down. Right, and also, I, 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 uh, I, I there, there, there's also something under the radar happened uh, last week where the Department of Labor put, is put forth this almost regulation or 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 just a guidance. But basically, their labor is going to try and compel like these stock portfolios to start in, like mandating them to to invest in like renewable energy stuff, you know, or, or stuff that's good for the environment, so to say. So now, so it's so they're not only trying to seize our portfolios, they're also trying to, you know, force, you know, force people to invest in sort of like their own pet projects or their own utopian ends. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to call that other than American Marxism. Yeah, I mean, um, the, these so, people are communists. Like, I, this isn't even, quote-unquote, taxing unrealized capital gains. I mean, that's not taxation. That's just the seizure of private property. It's like, these people yeah, are that. not capitalists. Like, they are communists. They do not believe in private property. I mean, they're, they're telling you over and over that they do not believe in private property. I, maybe it's time we start believing them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, there's, there, there's so much... That's happened. It's like it hasn't even a year yet. Yeah. You know, of of by being in office already is all this damage. It's like the Republicans don't win next year and twenty twenty four. It's like the, 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 there there needs to be like massive firings because like because that's this that's just that'd be malpractice to lose to these people again. Yeah. No, absolutely. Political malpractice. And and speaking of elections, I you know, I haven't talked too much about this the the governor's race in Virginia because I kind of just assumed that the Democrats would win like they always do in Virginia, but over the weekend Terry McAuliffe brought in Barack Obama and Stacey Abrams to campaign with him. I, I just I've I've always just assumed Glenn Youngkin was going to lose, but you know, I kind of thought, you know, Virginia is a fool's errand at this point, but I don't know, man. The the libs <laughs> They're bringing in the big guns, so I, I have to assume they're scared. I have to assume their, you know, internal polling is just as bad, if not worse, um, hopefully worse than than the public polling. But I don't know, man. If you're bringing in Obama, um, you know, a week out from an election in Virginia, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I think there might be there might be some hope here. Yeah, and the well, and the polling last week showed that young kid and McCullough were in a dead heat. Um, and and you think back to like the California recall, you know, about a month ago. Um, like I don't think I mean yeah they, they brought in some of the big guns, but they did, they didn't bring Obama in if I recall correctly. Um, so yeah, I think I think we're definitely more scared about this. Yeah, about the recall. In the day, it was kind of like California. It's like okay, California's gonna be California. Uh, Virginia, I think, has been thought to sort of be lost, but it's not dark blue like California. I would say it's I would say it's more of like a lightish blue. Thank thanks to the fact. Thanks to all, thanks to the people from Maryland that kind of like moved over in, into Northern Virginia, um, and, and all the federal workers in, in D.C. too, the that are that are in Northern Virginia. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Virginia is, if Democrats lose Virginia, then that would obviously raise alarm bells, um, because because that would because you know because that would mean they lost a light you know a lightish blue state. Yeah. Um, and and it would show that people are fed up with lockdowns, and it would show also. That critical race theory is not a winning issue. 
uh, as it shouldn't be, because critical race theory is, if people actually took the time to understand that critical race theory is more than just about systemic racism, so to speak, like it, it's actually like full on Marxism, that everyone would would be outraged about it and, and would demand that not be taught in their schools. Um, and it looks like it looks like that the anti critical race theory activists have really done a good job raising that awareness in in, in Virginia. And I, I think that the young can prevails. Then I think it's a, and I think it shows a case study for Republicans and for people on the right at large as like how to win an issue. Yeah, absolutely. And and just a side note too, I I forgot. Because it, you know it's been a while since we've heard from Obama, you, you forget how awful he is, man. <laughs> you forget how cynical and how wicked he is. Uh, truly, I mean, he he uh, obviously the big scandal in Virginia is that Democrats, Democratic politicians on a, a school board covered up the rape of a 15 year old yeah. girl in a public school bathroom by a trans student, um, and obviously that didn't fit the narrative because trans kids can do no wrong if you're a Democrat. So they covered it up. They covered up rape. And then they had the father of the little girl um, arrested for being unhappy that the Democrats covered up the rape of his daughter. Again, the Daily Wire broke all this news. Go go read about it over at uh, DailyWire.com. But um, Obama referred to that case as the Republicans trying to gin up outrage over a stupid culture war issue. Really? <laughs> what a what a evil what a evil depraved thing to say. From the former president, like you, you don't hear from him very much. So you, 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 you sometimes forget how horrible of a human being that man is. My goodness. And, and it's just crazy. He would talk about divisive culture wars when he stoked a lot of divisive culture wars. Absolutely. As president, you know, like by his son, he looked like Trayvon. Oh, come um, on. Yeah. You know, and and and, and he also, and I also remember when uh, people people seem to have forgotten that that Black Lives Matter activist. Or something to the effect that Black Lives Matter shot a bunch of cops in Dallas. Yeah. And then at the, the memorial, Obama trashed cops. You know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. so this is, I mean, and I think in general, like, he just divided Americans based on race. Uh, this higher presidency, it's, it's no wonder the race relations dropped. You know, polling data clearly showed this, that race relations dropped under Obama. So, and, and you know, Ben Shapiro always talks about how, like, the worst part of Obama's legacy you know, outside of all the horrible policies, was the fact that he divided more Americans against each other. So, like, he's one of the last person to complain about, like, the outrage culture wars because he's the one that, that that really started it. Yeah. I mean, man, I nobody deserves to lose more than the modern Democratic Party, my goodness. The Houston yeah. Astros deserve to lose the World Series <laughs> to the Braves. I'm actually rooting for them. Really? Why? In this World Series. Be- oh, because on. well, uh, it, it, really, just, it's just because of their manager, Justin Baker. You know, he I've always liked he, he met, yeah, he 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 managed the Giants for a time and made some World Series under him. Yeah, unfortunately, but, lost. But, it, but. It, it, see, you're buying into the 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 uh, the Houston Astros propaganda, though. I mean, they brought in Dusty because he's the nice guy, the respected guy, after the whole cheating scandal. So, I mean, you're you're sure. a mar- you're you're being a mark right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, look, I mean, it's it's uh, not. Look, I understand that. But, I mean, yeah, the shooting stuff was horrible, and it's very easy to against the Astros. It's against the Astros. I mean, I don't exactly like them either, but I like Dusty, and and, and I like what he did for the Giants. You know, even though like his his managing did kind of cost in the World Series 2002, like he's still he's still a good guy, and and and, and he and he 
you know, and he did bring some winning years to the Giants, so he deserves to win one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Propaganda works. If it works on old Aaron, it'll work on anybody. <laughs> but I was, oh, Jesus. I was actually, okay. I was talking about uh, the World Series with my dad yesterday, uh, and it is funny because we're like we're both like, oh man, yeah, everybody's rooting for the Braves. And I thought I'm like, it has been like four years. Like, what is what is like the statute of limitations on the Houston Astros? Like, when will it be like culturally okay to root for them? Because like. The entire coaching staff is gone, and most of the players are gone from that team. So it's not even like. Well, I mean, they say you know. I mean, they still have Altuve and Correa, but that's true. That's true. Uh, although I will say that, like being in LA, at being a Giants fan, like it, it, it would be, it'd be kind of funny if the, if the Astros won, because then the Dodger fans can't keep claiming cheating. You know, I, I, mean, I, I mean, granted, like yeah, I mean the Astros did cheat during that World Series, but um, if they win it all this year, then it's fear that it's like, okay, like they can still win despite cheating. And there's going to be holdouts though, like 10 years from now, that's still just like boo any Astros. It's like, there'll be oh, zero, of course, yeah. you know, nobody even connected to that team that one is even involved with the organization anymore. And people will still hate them. Cause that's just how. Sure. Yeah. Are. No. And, 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 you know, they, they brought on themselves. I mean, they're they, they are baseball's new villain right now. You know, it's like I know growing up was always the Yankees because you know they were they always won the World Series, um, you know, and and they always like and they always like bought their their their, their you know beat their right, championships, right. et cetera, et cetera. You know, the Dodgers I think would have become that villain, except the Astros, you know, somehow flipped it <laughs> with, yeah. with, with, with their cheating, and that pisses me off. You know, as as a Giants fan who hates the Dodgers. Right. Um, but but that being said, you know, I'm still rooting for them this time around. The reasons I stated earlier, because of Dusty. Like, I mean, if, if Dusty wasn't managing the team, I would be I would be full on rooting for the Braves. That's um, fair. That's yeah. Fair. I, I had to say there are a lot of funny maps on Twitter going around like, you know, who's rooting for the Braves, who's rooting for the for the Astros. And it's basically just Houston, Texas. And then the rest. Of the <laughs> yeah, but it sounds about right. <laughs> Aaron, my brother, thanks again for doing this. I'm sure you'll uh, come back on soon. Where can everybody read your stuff and uh, follow yeah, online so, and, and um, keep in touch? Yeah, so I mean, you can read my stuff at JewishJournal.com. I, I, you know, you can follow me at Banner's Banner on Twitter. Um, there's actually a lot of controversies regarding, you know, anti-Semitism and Israel stuff that, that we didn't get to today, and hopefully we can get to that and we have a social about that in the future. Definitely. Um, you know, it's like right the main scandal is there's this group called Sunrise in D.C. that basically said that they were going to participate in a voting rights rally because there were three quote unquote Zionist organizations involved. These like three progressive Jewish groups that don't really even do all blacks about Israel. Uh, but because but because like they are they are Jewish organizations, they're like, yeah, we, we want to participate. That's anti-Semitism. And, and and that's been so a these are all they're all like was, they're all leftist groups though and they didn't the one leftist group didn't want to participate in the other the rally with the other leftist groups because they were Jewish pretty much yeah wow yeah I, I mean this is a rally about about, about like quote unquote voting rights and quote unquote you know democracy and, and also DC statehood but, but you know which you know God forbid that ever happens um, but but you but and the, and the thing is that there were other organizations that were participating in that rally that hold the same position on Israel as these three Jewish groups do, and yet and yet this group Sunrise, which is a climate change group, you know, they they only cared about the Jewish groups that that were involved. And I mean, 
some that, gal- and some galaxy, because, galaxy brain stuff right there. Exactly. This is and like we single out Jewish groups like that because because it's for Israel's right to exist. Like that is anti-Semitism. Well, real quick before and, I let, before I let you go yeah. on the topic of both Washington D.C. and anti-Semitism. The yes. uh, city, <laughs> I'm sure you've written about this already, but like, oh the, yeah, uh, I, I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, the city councilman of DC, who said that the Jews control the weather, is running for mayor of DC and actually has like is probably like the favorite to become the next mayor of DC. Yeah, that, that's uh, I mean that's that's insane. Like if he actually wins, that's insane because because he he because he he did apologize kind of. At, but but he did he 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 he, he then went to the, to the Holocaust Museum in DC, which by the way, like that Holocaust Museum, like it, it it's a long tour, but it's worth it because you really learn a lot about the Holocaust, the horrors that, that, that happened. Like if you're in DC, like you you should do it. Um, and he left midway through, and <laughs> and he never really gave a, he never really gave a reason for it. It was probably because it was it was raining that day, and he forgot his umbrella, so it just proved. His <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. And the Washington <laughs> it's like I Post, knew it. <laughs> and the Washington Post to be criticized him for it. You know, it's like the Washington Post ran an editorial, like lambasting him for it. The Washington Post is criticizing a Democrat for you know that you know then that's that's that should tell you how bad it is. And, and, and he also like he, he had some he he donated to to a nation of Islam. You know, which yeah. obviously, like that's Louis Terryhouse organization. They are as bad as it gets when it comes to anti-Semitism, and, and he didn't care. He was just like, "Yeah, come at me, bro." Like, I, like you know, like this. Oh, it makes me stronger. He only makes me stronger. Which was more or less what he said. And this guy has a chance about being Bayer DC. That you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just beyond words that that this could actually be a thing. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, surprising wouldn't be the right word. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I'm not, you know, it's not shocking by any stretch of the No, it's, I, mean, I mean, unfortunately, it's not, because because when it comes to Jews, people just don't care about anti-Semitism. You know, so it's like the media only gets outraged when they can blame, when, when they can blame neo-Nazis. And of course, like that, I mean, everyone agrees neo-Nazis are the scum of the earth, and they deserve to be shamed and banished out of society. Of but, but But when it comes to when it comes to anti-Semitism on the left... You know that's uh, that's that's the danger. That's where the danger lies because because people don't I don't recognize it because they go oh Christians of Israel or or they just shrug and you know remember like yeah you know it is Israel deserves it because they are evil ethnic cleansers etc etc which is all blood libels it's all anyone calls Israel the apartheid state is perpetuating a blood libel uh, but yet many in progressive academic circles. And members of Congress promulgate them every day, and nobody cares. I mean, it's it's just that, you know, I don't know, man. People who follow the Nation of Islam, they're higher on the uh, intersectionality pyramid than Jews are. And that's I think that's the bottom line. I mean, the guy's black, and he's, I guess, Muslim. And, I mean, that checks off two boxes uh, (laughs) on the uh, intersectionality scale. So it's, you know, Israelis only check off one, I suppose. So I, I mean, know, but, but not, not not even one. It's in it, many progressives' eyes, like 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 Jews slash Israelis are to them are, are like white rich people. Yeah, but Jews are for the truth. But 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 that's how that's how these people think. You know, and, and that's why I was kind of annoyed when when I see when I hear some like progressive Zionists say like, oh, intersectionality has been a hijack. Has been hijacked. Like like this is what intersectionality is. 
it's an immoral school of thought. It's an immoral uh, ideology. So we shouldn't be arguing that it was hijacked. We should be arguing that it's terrible and we should stop the body by all. We should stop following all together. It's funny, you know? man. And and so, I, I, I say this all the time to my wife. Like, when she'll send me articles, she'll send me stuff just from any, you know, news sources around the world. And it's like, I do two podcasts a week and I can only cover so much, you know what I mean? So much sure, evil, yeah. evil stuff going on. And it's like, and I'm a libertarian, right? Like, I hate government, just generally all governments mm-hmm. I view as evil and, and oppressive. But it's like, if I'm going to talk about the crimes of governments, and I do a lot, it's like, bro, Israel's government isn't on the top hundred list of offenders. <laughs> like, if we're going to talk no. about foreign policy, if we're going to talk about the policies of foreign governments and what they do wrong, and I'm sure, dude, as a libertarian, I'm sure there's lots of stuff. Lots of stuff yeah. that Israeli politicians do that I would hate. But I'm oh, like, sure. If you compare, like, you, you compare the crimes of the Israeli government to the crimes of like most other world governments, like it's not it's it's not even the same bulk. I mean, if if you compare them to the crimes of any neighboring country in the Middle East, obviously, like it's it's not even in the same ballpark. But it's like, my goodness, mm-hmm. like there's, I mean, like. Australia has done more evil stuff in the last yeah, six scary. months than the Israeli government has in the last 75 years. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I mean, I, the, the, the Chinese government yes, is currently yes. like committing genocide against Uyghur Muslims yes. and putting in concentration camps. And, and the UN, you know, is more concerned about like passing resolutions, demonizing Israel. Yeah, which all, all Israel is doing is like protecting itself oh, yeah. from. From from terrorists who just want to, to murder just, Jews, just trying to keep Jews alive. That's, that's it, their front. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. It's like I can't, man. Like, yeah, I'm dude. I could go through it with a fine tooth comb and find a million things I don't like about Israeli politicians. But it's like, guys, insane. Like, look, look at the world, man. Look at look at look at China. Look at Australia. I mean, look at the Middle East. Look what's happening in Afghanistan right now. Like, we have other priorities, man. Like, and yeah, my my gosh, these people's fixation on on Israel, you know, when they're t- and and they bring up like whatever they call, you know, they call it an occupation and an apartheid and all this. It's like, man, if if they just hate Jews. Like it is just like that is why you always say that anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. And there's no there's no denying that when these people are perfectly willing to ignore legitimate atrocities you know, everywhere else on Earth except for in Israel. It's like, my, my, come on, man. Like, it's not hard to see through the motives. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just pretty obvious at that point, right? I mean, the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance of Definition of Semitism states, you know, double standards. So that's a large anti-Semitism. So, yeah, like, if you're ignoring, like, genocide being perpetuated by the Chinese government, but you focus instead on Jews trying to defend themselves, then, yeah, like, that's anti-Semitism. That's blatant anti-Semitism. And, and that's, that's not criticism of Israel. And I think more people are waking up to that because you're seeing like more and more of these Western governments adopting an definition of anti-Semitism, but yet you know all these progressive ac- academics like that they they don't care like they just you know they continue to find ways to, to demonize it to demonize Israel. I mean like we really I mean, should do a whole show about this because oh, like, I could I could just go off and all on all, all these academics. Oh yeah, and, and, we can, and we can, all these. Well, we yeah. can also make a Venn da- diagram of the people that. That constantly criticized Israel, but also looked into a television camera with a straight face and defended the Taliban. 
yeah exactly like all right guys let's see let's see that venn diagram but and we we will do a whole show about that but not today and i do have to let you go but everybody everybody check out aaron's stuff over at jewish journal everybody follow him online at bandler's banter that's all i got for today i'm brady leonard i'll be back on wednesday no gimmicks (laughs) 